0: Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers distilled a new nation and brought forth bourbon, the water of life. So grab a glass and join Paul, A.J., and J.C. on another episode of Bourbon with Friends.
1: Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Um, you probably know exactly who it is. I probably don't even have to introduce him. Um, if, you, uh, if you don't know, he is uh, the star of Outlander, plays James Fraser. Mr. Sam Hewen, how are you doing, sir?
2: Ooh, yeah, this is where you put in like sound effects of like people Yeah. Ooh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Good to see you guys.
1: Yeah. It, Thanks for having really me. really excited to have you on, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, it's been a
2: pleasure. I literally just did another podcast. You don't want to know um, with some other people that uh, called uh, Cast Chasers, but they said that they um, they wanted to have a fight with you guys.
3: That's fine. We'll just brawl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm big. I'll just run, duck my shoulder, and run low. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, like, I feel like, you guys would win.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say, I hope they're big guys. I don't know. I don't know the Cast Chasers.
2: They
3: uh,
0: they're, they're
2: super like sweet. They're super nice, and they were descending their love. But um, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's a, it's fine. We'll we'll just we'll start yeah. so be- we'll
0: before... settle this in Highland Games. Just in
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like not it. running on the beach naked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's a good segue. Only the loser has to so, do that. So, Sam, when he was on our show, he yeah, talked about Sam. this, or not Sam? Sam when Sam. when Graham was on the show, Sam, <laughs> sorry, he talked about that very, very glowingly, right? Yeah. And he he actually tells the story like his how arms went out. You know, he was saying how he's like it was like we're really God I thought he was going to really make Sam suffer so. You get to say something about him now that can equally go back at him. Uh, I mean, what can I say? I mean, you know,
2: uh, he's what? I don't know, about 90 years old. (laughs) And I should have beaten him at the sport, and I didn't. But, um, I mean, secretly, I I was wanted to do it anyway I mean maybe not completely naked but I wanted to jump in the sea and uh it it was fun you know the whole episode is the sports episode on men and Kilts and you know we do all these crazy highland games and um and golf and and all this great stuff and then yeah I end up I had to run into the, the ocean which seemed to be really far away yeah. Like <laughs> it took like, you a while. Low tide. It was like running a marathon to then get in the sea. And then I and then I realized I had to run back.
1: And you're like, oh Jesus. So yeah. He, no, he,
2: not said, recommended.
1: It, he said it felt like you were running to the eastern seaboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> across
2: across continents. But um, it, yeah, you could have you could have sort of cut out of that and cut back and I'd still be running, you know, by the end of the episode. But, um,
1: yeah, it, yeah, was, it was pretty it, fun. But it was a fun it was a fun conversation. Let's talk a little bit about your whiskey, just kind of first and foremost, and then we can get into, like, mm, shenanigans sure. and talking about other stuff, because at the end of the day, we're all here yeah. for the whiskey, right? Yeah, you guys need to pour yourself some. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um,
0: oh, looks like you've already done a little bit of that already. Do you know, it's,
3: oh. it's, it's, it's <laughs> you it bottle when it.
2: I started, but... Uh, oh, really? No, no, that's not true. I had some last night. I was just doing a little um, research, just to remind myself. Um, <laughs> it's a hard job. It's it's R and D, right? It
0: That's is. Why we started a podcast that way. Our mothers can be proud of our drinking <laughs> because
2: now it's professionally, Professional. You can tell your wives and partners that yeah, you're, you're going to work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go, going to work and just crack open a bottle. It's great. Yeah, thing. it's so, sitting in your basement
2: drinking bourbon. I love it.
1: Exactly. Is there mm-hmm. is there Perfect. a better job? I'm to something. Um, give us a little bit of background of like your whiskey journey, right? You know, you you have a whiskey brand, obviously. We'll we'll dive into that, but like, give us. What brought you to that point? Like, what's that driving factor that said, "I want to start a whiskey brand"?
0: Probably because yeah. you're Scottish.
2: of <laughs> <laughs> Kentuckians drink bourbon. <laughs> I well, I mean, it's a uh, yeah. Br- very briefly, I you know uh, travel travel a lot, and um, wherever I go, you know, I love a dram, and um, it always it always kind of reminds me of home it always takes me back wherever i'm, I'm in america or south africa or wherever and it's something that yeah it, it's got an emotional reaction to and I, it's something i really do truly love and um i was working on outlander i've been working on it for almost god knows 10 years now um and uh i was approached by a lot of whiskey companies to, to put my name on some stuff to white label it mm-hmm. and i just realized you know I, I i don't want to do that i want to make something that i really believe in um probably a longer harder journey um just from day one you know we designing designing the the logo to the bottle to to the juice as well and then it's all self-financed it really is a passion project and um i'm really proud of it it's something that i love and i hope people enjoy and it was terrifying when you know we finally released i'm like god do people actually like this or am i
1: completely crazy so how much influence did you have in like the flavor profiles and everything of the whiskey, yeah,
2: everything. I mean, from so the the real journey started. I guess a bit of a road trip around Scotland. I went with my business partner, and we visited a large number of distilleries, met different master um, master blenders, and mm-hmm. um, I knew I for initially initially I was going to make an American whiskey. Actually, okay. I was looking at the market and how much easier single American single malt is to make than, than Scottish. Um, and then the rules. Y- yeah, exactly. I mean, Scot- Scotland really is Scotch is protected. You know, it really right. is. Yeah. And, and I like, like I guess champagne or, you know, anything else. Um, that's why I find I'm actually American single malt really interesting market at the moment. Cause, uh, it's kind of wide open. Um, it's
0: wide west right now in America. It, is, malt, it is. There's no rules. Everyone's kind of doing their
2: own thing. Yeah, which I, I kind of like in a way. It is a lot of creativity, right? You just don't know what you're gonna get. Do you um,
1: think this is a this is an interest, interesting question that just popped up just real quick? Do you think that, from an innovation standpoint, that Scotch single malt is falling? Not, I don't want to say falling behind because that's the wrong way to put it. But do you think that they lack that innovation because they're trying to protect something that's been so, you know, historically accurate in the country? I mean, at the, at the risk of getting the wrath
2: of the, you know, Scottish whiskey association. I mean, I would say I looked, I was drinking a lot of, uh, Asian blends. I, I loved what was going on there. Japanese whiskey, the, the Vietnamese, you know, Kavalan, mm-hmm. the Hibikis, um, loving that and thought, looked at Scottish whiskey and was like, well, we have oh. blends in Scotland, but they're kind of looked down upon or not that great. Um, we don't have anything that, that could, you know, be a premium blend that's that's accessible, balanced. And uh, I just thought that's, that's where I want to go. And then you also look at how a Scotch whiskey is uh, promoted or how it's um, branded. And it's very old school. You know, yeah. it's, it is like we, we get the mountains, the water and the glens and the, the, the stags. And, and, and but it, it felt very old school. Like, you know, it's on the top shelf. It's a dusty top, top shelf. And it's for old guys that drink it, you know, in front of the yeah. fire. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, yes. yeah, make yeah. it, make it, yes, which is what, what, what I love, you know, but, but also wanted to make it more accessible, you know, to people that haven't tried it and maybe didn't try whiskey because they thought it was not for them. Um, so yeah,
1: it's, it's definitely got some of the notes that you expect in a traditional scotch, right? You get some of that smoke. Um, you get that, I, 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 I get a little peaty notes to it, but like, I, I'm, and I'm sensitive to it, but I could be wrong there. I put. I tried this for the first time last night. So these guys are trying it for the first time. I cheated, um, and I put like a little dab of water in it, and I got a ton of honey out of it, like yeah. a lot of honey notes. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's got a sweet flavor to it. Do you, can you say where you blend it? Like, it's a blend. So, where what distillers? Or can you say that? Or like, what is it? Space Side Highland is it? So it's it's
2: it's it's a it's a combination of three uh, different distilleries. Our master blender. Um, who that was kind of more what it was about rather than the distillery, about choosing a blender. So I wanted to choose. Um, well, firstly, I love single grain whiskey. Single grain whiskey can be aged. It can be really delicious, very, quite sweet, uh, rich. Um, so that's a large proponent of it. It's, it's 19 year old uh, organic grain whiskey that's been aged in bourbon. There isn't any smoke in it per se, but you're probably what you're getting is, Malt, so there's a a nine year old and a twelve year old malt, malt in there, okay. um, and I think that adds that sort of age, yeah. and multi flavor, and then could there, there's like a bit that of barrel, strength.
1: the barrel taste coming through.
2: Could be, yeah, exactly that wood, and it. it's all you know, it's been sitting there for a while. So I guess um, that's essentially the the sort of Scottish element to it, and then yeah, it's been aged in in a Madeira, so you get a lot more sweetness from it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I didn't know it was asian It was it, it was something when I that's the sweet. Yeah, yeah. It, it was one when, when I first tried it. It it was it's hard to pin down some of this, the There's a lot going on in it. You know, it's not like there's just yeah. one flavor note or something like that. And it was very hard yeah. to kind of like get, which was really interesting. And then I, I started playing with it a little bit, little water here, um, less water, and then it, it just yeah. really opened everything up. So I I specifically we'd, we'd actually i'd actually decided on a
2: slightly different blend, but mm-hmm. I knew that people would add probably ice water, especially people that don 't like whiskey that strong, so I wanted to 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 find it and, and actually the the route we're going down it didn 't really work. I think this works really well with just a little bit of water, a little bit of ice it it opens up a lot of flavors it gets a lot of the sweetness, um, really opens up it is strong as well. I changed my mind like literally the last minute it cost us a lot of money because we had to reprint all our labels and everything but i did increase <laughs> the strength of it um my business partner was losing his hair um but it it just i wanted extra that strength i wanted a more depth of flavor a, I wanted a bit of spice yeah and i love that 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 feel you get on your tongue it's like rich yes. it's thick it's oily and that 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 feels to me it feels kind of premium and it feels it has texture right
3: like whiskey. Yeah, it yeah. does. It, the getting, higher proofs to me, I make it feel more like whiskey.
0: Yeah, and I'm getting a very, like, you said honey, but I'm getting, like, that honeysuckle, like, you know, when you're a kid and you pull the little stem out and eat the honey right out of it, you're getting that floral right. note, that floral right. honey. There's
3: a lot of floral to it. It's got the honey. <laughs> it's, like, butterscotch.
0: I don't know, I don't know if honeysuckle's yeah, I don't know. In, Scotland. I don't know. in Scotland. Is honeysuckle in Scotland, or is this just a... We do have a honeysuckle in Scotland. Scotland. Scotland, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like...
3: I don't know if that was just like Kentucky thing. Yeah,
0: just this area. So, but yeah, that's what it reminds me of—that
2: floral, honey, but not that super sweet, but almost herbal. You know. Yeah, like on the nose, there should be. I wanted something that when you smell it, it just packs a lot. It gives you. It gives you. It's a lot.
1: lot It's a lot to unpack, and it. Yeah. The nose is it's it's a it's a unique nose, right, JC? There's some different
3: flavors coming. I'm having a hard time. On the nose, honestly.
1: Yeah, the nose. I'm, t- I'm trying to pick out everything else, and I can only get a couple. It, that's the weird part about this one. Like with the nose, it was hard for me to pick out. When I started mm-hmm. trying it, I was going, "Oh, this. Oh, this. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. this." The water helps, though. It
3: does have an oaky. To me, it tastes. It's, I got some oak to it. Yeah, on the nose. It's Not musky. It's a horrible word to say but for yeah, something but- to drink.
2: <laughs> but it's. You uh, I know, I know exactly what you mean that's the malt. It's like that multi-age. Yeah.
3: It, I feel it, like when I, I smell this I walked into a distillery almost so you can get yeah. the grains on the floor Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. had they had the way they spread the grains out and they, they scoop over top of them and you can just so right so sure. we
1: we have a bunch of La Florid up here on the Mm -hmm. on the shelf and you know it could be like some of the stuff that you guys were like you know playing and it could be like your shoe the shoe wheat you know yeah right yeah yeah. (laughs) someone actually said you should bring that up when you when you get them on the show and it's just like oh well i just stared at it that was pretty funny it was good timing there um so so as this evolves right and and whatever you can talk speak about obviously we'd love to know do you see different iterations of, of the whiskey do you see you know different types of aging in different barrels as obviously it's popular. It sells out in like 32 seconds. So, uh, because your fan base is crazy, by the way, you should know that by now. Um, (laughs) And um, where do you see this kind of going? Yeah. Very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I I mean, firstly, it's a passion project for me, as passionate as they are, you know, for Outlander, I I love whiskey. And I think, so first of all, I just want people to get their hands on it. Um, You know, we're, we're about to do our next release the 25th of August in the U S and then mm-hmm. the UK and Europe in November. And we're working on on other places as well, but yeah, I just want people to try, you know, I want people to not essentially not be a celebrity whiskey, you know, not buying it because of, of who I am, or what I do, but be like, Oh, that whiskey there, that's good stuff. And we're called unique spirits because I think, you know, down the line, we're going to do some unique spirits. You know, I think this is unique. It's, There aren't many blends like this, Um, and I think we have got some other things in the pipeline down the road. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun. It's it's a it's my I guess whiskey alcohol journey, and I'm hoping people will enjoy it.
1: It, That actually, so we actually asked some of our fans to like just post questions when we posted you were coming on the show. This actually reminds me of one that we had picked. It's actually interesting about um, uh, this is from uh, Chris. Which is at underscore O S A L T Y O underscore on Instagram. I have no clue what that means, but that's fine. Um if you're thinking about uh it it, time, though. Yeah, it just just, just came easily, right? Mm-hmm. Um if you're thinking like about yeah, if you're thinking about potentially coming to like North Carolina, Kentucky to create a bourbon inspired by Fraser's Ridge. Wow, yeah.
2: I mean firstly it it is somewhere we already have visited yeah we i said i said way down the line i was thinking about doing an american whiskey and um of course that that kind of ties into the show and and Mm -hmm. and our whiskey is called the assassinac which also ties into the show but also don't want to be wholly you know leaning on to outlander you know this is definitely about uh about scotland and about you know introducing people to 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 great spirits but uh Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love to. I've, I've been on my own journey of sort of it, looking at bourbons and ryes, and especially rye whiskey, actually, because I don't know much about it. You know, this is – Scotch whiskey is my heritage, but you guys, mm-hmm. you educate me. Like, I'm only learning about it now, and I'm finding – I used to hate rye whiskey. Now I'm, I'm in love with it, and I'm really finding some great stuff. So, so did
1: did you get the care package we sent you by chance yet? No. I'm did you kidding. send me booze you sold me booze we did, we did no. send booze. really yes it. yeah um, <sighs> i gotta check this i i gotta check the uh the tracking number we i heard stay- it got i think it got delivered but i'm not at that address at the moment okay but- well there you go so yeah. you've got yeah. you've you know what got I mean? like six little sample bottles of like Are you kidding really nice yeah. american bourbon and one of them is a rye
0: one of my favorite ryes my,
1: it's right here. I'll show you we'll show you what the bottle looks like. It's yeah. called Micker's Barrel I love Strength Mickers. Rye. Yeah, awesome.
2: And yeah. uh and that's one
1: of the ones we sent you. So I <laughs> think you'll really if you like rye, you're gonna really enjoy that one. It's, well, I mean, it's good notes, yeah.
2: It does do some great stuff. And have you tried um Peerless? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. So
2: good. So good. That's,
1: the four year old single yeah. barrel. Yeah, he loves their rye. I'll, yeah, I like so it. Good. There's actually a, a since you're talking about
3: Scotch kind of there's a I think they're called Five Fathers or Five mm-hmm. Brothers. I can't remember what it was. They do a single malted rye, an American whiskey. Oh nice. So it's it's uh, got some it's got it reminds me of Scotch. Like like when I drink it, it yeah. just it, it reminds me of Scotch. So you, you have a lot of American distillers who are wanting to play around with mm-hmm. Scotch, but scotch is so protected they can't get mm-hmm. single malts shipped over yeah. to rebottle without they have the teaspoon thing they call it. So If you want to buy a barrel of Scotch single malt and to try to rebrand and resell it, they actually put a teaspoon of a different whiskey in there, so it's technically not a single; it's a blended whiskey. So they're real protective of what they do. So that's why you're seeing so many American people now, American people, American distillers trying to do their own single malts. Yeah, it's it, it is like a I guess you know a sort of double edged sword. You know
2: that Scotch is so well protected, and I think it's great that it is, but it also means that. It, it it stops a lot of creativity because you know be, wouldn't it be great to, to I don't know yeah bring over single malts and mm-hmm. age Asia, we can about of the blend Texas. Texas. yeah but you've, you've also then you can't even say you can't even have the word Scotch on it you know it has yeah. to yeah it's uh, it's a whole minefield well oh, it's the same thing with bourbon bourbon's, bourbon's
0: protected. just as protected yeah. you know on our side you know <laughs> so it's like
1: yeah. What experience with like, with, with bourbon do you have? Cause we'd be really curious to kind of see that, that journey. Cause we sent you some stuff oh, that damn. is going to probably take you through a little journey. Like you've got some, you've got some stuff that's finished in Madeira cask. You've got, nice. or uh, you've got some very high proof. You've got some 10, 15 year old whiskeys in there. We made sure to send you like good stuff. Like you're going to get a whole oh, nice little thing. Nice. So. I'm- um kind of give us like some feedback on where what your experience with america was i think wild turkey sent you like a 40 year old for your birthday right uh yeah i actually got it from uh um from another podcast
2: from whiskey whiskey Pete, and uh it was a 40 year old uh, wild turkey but it was so it wasn't forty years old it was it was an eight year old but it's been it's been sitting there for 40 years oh my god awesome because it's just it's kind
3: of like condensed any bottle Oh, before so, they did a lot of GMOs and you know they yeah. they were still using well water. <laughs> I mean seriously they, they weren't yeah. using the reverse oh. osmosis 40 years ago. They were using yeah. it, just pulling it from the spring and like all right cuz you're getting it.
0: actual you're getting like real Kentucky water in those old yeah. dust yeah. dusties yeah. It's or it's a lot it, of people
2: call it a different but,
3: yeah. flavor to it. It's
2: completely different to to what it is now and I think uh, yeah. you know, a lot of spirits like that though I think spirits you know when they they become more successful then they they upscale and they have to find ways to to, to source the ingredients, right? Well, but well, yeah. you
0: also use the technology you have, like with yep. the reverse osmosis water that you can do now. It gives a consistency in the product. You know, yep. in Kentucky, the reason it was
2: famous here was our limestone aquifers, and that's what
0: gave it that note.
2: Yeah, but. yeah. No, I I, I guess to answer your question about the bourbon, I I, it's something that I just you know I don't didn't I don't know anything about, right? And I guess coming to America over the years, I've been trying whenever i go i literally just buy a bottle and, and be like okay and, mm. and hit or miss but i mean i can go you know I, I even it's actually a drink that i love ice like i love it on ice i i don't know why i don't normally do that with whiskey but or scotch whiskey but bourbon it just it tastes great on ice um i love actually my my good friend works on with uncle nearest um really mm-hmm. enjoy their 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 stuff um uh caskin no what's it called Oh. Um, that's like, um, I can, I yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but there's a there's a bunch. So I, I'm excited to try your your little care package. I'll um, when I do, I'll 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 like post and tag you guys so I can. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks, so, yeah. yeah
1: I, we're, we'd be real interested to know because um, it, it's it's always fun to see like what people who don't necessarily drink bourbon what they think. What's interesting, and you say that about ice. I feel like it's the exact flip for people like us that drink bourbon, and like that's we're always. Like we don't put water in whiskey a lot. We'll do it to get different flavor notes especially for the show, but for when we drink scotch, we drink it with maybe like an yeah. ice cube or a little bit of water. I think it's just because you're raised one way, we're raised another. Our flavor profiles are just so uniquely different. And Yeah, it's it's, it's it's it's
0: what it's what you're used to. I mean, your your taste buds have like the terroir, the area you grew up in. Yeah. It's like uh, I asked about honeysuckle because I was like, I don't even know if he, you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. honeysuckle.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but growing up out in the country in Kentucky, honeysuckles literally just everywhere, and it's yeah. in the air every time the wind blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
3: thing yeah. that might work with the ice is that it's slowly melting into your cup, so it's releasing the water, of so course. it's constantly giving you a change, and every sip it's going to be a little more diluted, a little more. Yeah. The oils yeah. separate with bourbon when you get the water in there.
2: I love that. You know when you're like, you know, you're, you're one down, two down, and you're getting to the end of the glass and you're just swirling it around. You just get a last little bit. I, there's yeah. something I love. I love that because it just it's probably lighter but sweeter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like you're going
3: on a journey just in, in your glass, right? And the oils will separate. So it's, we, it's what I'm doing here because there's a note on this freaking thing that I cannot yeah, I, I, I not I, I've get. had it
1: two days in a row, and I can't hit it
3: but I like it. I like it, but it it's reminded me of something. I don't want to say pepper, but
1: it's, it's a little spicy. It's a, mm.
3: it's, I don't know what it is. That's why
1: I can't it's like a baking spice, but it's it, It's almost I like a like a, cin- like a cinnamon spice, but like not cinnamon. cinnamon, but it's like hot. I don't get it as hot as cinnamon though.
3: I get it on the. It's more on the finish. That's why I'm adding the water to see if I can get it on the front end. It's almost like
0: hour. something like a nutmeg that I don't get a lot of bite or spice to it because I like a lot of barrel proof stuff, so it's hard for something kind <laughs> of burn me. Like blood.
3: a
1: white. I want to say like a white pepper. I know that sounds weird because that's ah. more of a yeah. Like, we. We have a question from one of uh, from someone who left one. This is actually an instrument. This is uh, from Martha uh, MS Texas on Instagram. What is your most treasured bo- bottle? Of, what is your most treasured bottle of whiskey and why? Oh, yeah,
2: that's good. Yeah, wow. I wish I could look at my collection now because I've, I've got quite a few, um, and I don't it's like have, picking a favorite kid. It is. <laughs> <laughs> They're all my favorites, but
3: uh, I love them all.
2: I got given a, my year, first year of Outlander, actually, a fan gave me a, a bottle of 1980, the year I was born, um, Talisker. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's sat on the shelf. It's covered in, it's like one of those tin, it's in a tin, you know, so it's like rusting a bit. And right. I don't even know what the whiskey like, but I, I haven't opened it, but I, I mean, I, I just, I think that's amazing. Um, but I, I probably won't open it. I've got a bottle of, uh, I mean, I've got that, that, 40 year old um, bourbon, which is amazing. The wild turkey. Um, I've got a bottle of 17 year old Hibiki, which I opened foolishly, but it's delicious. And uh, I'm just trying to make it last as long as I can.
1: (laughs) You're Um, never foolish to open the bottle. Yeah,
2: no, always open. Yeah, right. I I just think it's there. It's there to be drunk, and um, so you should. So yeah, I've got some yeah some fun stuff, Um, but the things I like are always finished pretty quickly
1: this yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you think we had a lot of bottles here? You should have seen like before COVID actually yeah, happened, and there was actually yeah. something to do that <laughs> well, stopped us from drinking.
2: Probably the best part of COVID, right? Is that we all started drinking really good whiskey.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, so it's interesting, right? Like, and th- this is something that this is something that that I think w- we've all been affected by COVID, obviously one way or another. Um We started a podcast because of COVID. We hung out more. We started talking, and then like what's interesting from seeing communities like spring up, like you've seen this whiskey community on, you know, Instagram and Facebook, they, you know, people are meeting each other. We're connecting with people. We have friends now in multiple countries that we never would have met if it wasn't for the situation. You know, it's kind of like with you, you know, I mean, you guys have created a community with outlander too, that we're starting to kind of really get into. Like I've always, I've been a fan of the show for years. Like, I've watched, you know, everything. It's been, it's great. It's actually sparked an obsession with Scotland. My mom's yeah. obsessed. I've only been there five times. I've, I've seen the shows, but my mom's obsessed with yeah. them. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> she's watched it like she's watched it through twice but now. I'm obsessed with history. So like I, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, going to the, you know, I, I've been to Dune Castle and, and walking the, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's th- that cool aspect, but. These communities that have been started and these friendships that have been formed, especially through COVID and where people have been more virtual and, and getting these connections, it's really awesome to, to be a part of that. And just kind of being in the community that like your show has helped seeing how welcoming and warming they are. And just they ask mm. questions and they want to know, they want to learn, like they want to learn whiskey because you like whiskey and because people on the show like whiskey and, and Scott and Scotland yeah. has a traditional heritage of it. And for us to get the opportunity to help walk them through, like we have a friend, his yeah. name's Matt. He actually had about a hundred people reach out to him because he was on a live that we, we did with the ladies that you met earlier. And, yeah. um, he put little, uh, kilts on all the tape, the, on all the sample bottles and sent them to like 20, 30 people. Oh, that's because They just wanted to try stuff. Yeah. They want to try and learn So, awesome. so yeah. great. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you have hundreds of stories of people where you've kind of met in that situation, but it's just really awesome that we're kind of all one way or another larger, small part of this awesome little community that started to really become really close because of a bad thing.
2: Also something you, you, you're saying, like, so you, you're saying talking about Scotland, about history and, mm-hmm. and the, the reason I think we like is quite tangible, right? So you can walk around Scotland yeah. and, and you can see the history and it's almost like you can feel it, you know, like you're like, yeah. Oh my God, some guy was living here in this castle and he was, killing other guys and, and whatever, but it's, it's just like the whole culture, of the heritage, it, you can feel the ghosts of past, mm-hmm. right? Whiskey yeah. I think is similar. Like when you drink your whiskey, you're like, there's all these elements and there's, 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 it's like you can feel the culture and the heritage and, and what's gone into it, the craftsmanship, the, the barrel, the, 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 the aging, where it's aged, the terroir, whatever. It's like, it's like, you, it's, it's tangible. You can almost feel the craftsmanship. And I think yeah.
1: there's, there's a similarity there. And and you're pro- mm. and and chances are you're tasting something that the guy who made it never got a chance to taste,
2: right? It, he's yeah, been sitting yeah. there for 20, 30, 20 years or something. And and I mean, even in, on outlet, um, men in kilts, you know, I think the first episode where with John Campbell at, at Lafroy, and he's like opens a twenty five year old Lafroy for us, and and he's like, this was laid down the day he started working there twenty five years ago. Yeah, and he was just a kid, and now he's you know the the. The master blender, where you know it's like, um, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's you're, you're
1: tasting it, history because yeah. that that's what mm. drives us with whiskey and everything. Like, people yeah. don't know that George Washington was one of the first people that actually mass produced like whiskey in America, like, he was one of the very first. It's just like in Scotland, how you guys are producing like everything has a yeah. historical meaning, especially from some of these old, you yeah. know, distilleries. You're tasting history, you're tasting the past and what people yeah. did. And it's just so awesome to connect there. And I, I've been to Scotland five times, and the first time I went, I understood the, you know, like I, I always use the reference when you guys had the episode when they were talking about like the fairies, right? There's like this level of mysticism in, in yeah. Scotland, especially in the Highlands, and you you get out there and you 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 feel it because it's it's cold, it's wet, it's damp. Yeah. Yeah. The, the countryside is different and it's just you connect so amazingly and it's just it's such it's an awesome experience I'm not
3: saying that it's not modern but there's a lot of parts around Scotland that's kept its well, core that, history the way it looked the architecture and that's why I want
0: to go cuz like my i mean my family whole lineage traces back to Scotland like McBain McBain was a clan name and I know all the history like Elias McBain was a uh, one of the like the battle of Culloden like a big episode there yeah there was That's actually a funny. wall that got knocked down, and he plugged the wall himself and killed like fourteen soldiers, like defending the ba- the castle. And I'm like, I want to just go there and stand wow. there, just someone from yeah. my lineage that we were
3: back. we were supposed to go.
1: Yeah, then COVID.
2: Something that I always <clears throat> like, <clears throat> you get a lot of American tourists. <clears throat> excuse me, in, in in Scotland. And when I was younger, I was always like <clears throat> kind of confused by it. Like Americans that come here, to Scotland and they'd be like, "Oh my God." It's like I've come home, um, you know, my, my family are Scottish, or whatever. And I was yeah. like, I don't get it. Like, what's going on? And then I realized it's it's like literally maybe two or three generations ago, mm-hmm. your family came from there. And it's like it's part it's, it's part of your DNA. So when you you may have never been to Scotland, but you go and you see the McBain Castle, or whatever. And it's like yeah. there's, there's a part of your DNA that's like, this is my home. This yeah. is yeah. I and I think that's so interesting.
0: It's like And I just love the history and lineage and all that. So like I just think it'd be cool to like, you know, I train strongman for a little bit uh-oh. and just doing some of the yeah, I do some the, the yeah. of stones of strength, you know, just doing yeah. some of those like the Edinburgh yeah. stone and get my pint of beer inside the end yeah. and all that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would die. So fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. But then also like you look at, you know, going to America like the the Scottish influence in America and yeah. and look at looking at bourbon like the roots are you know going back to the scottish and the
3: irish so i think yeah, it's, K- it's so cool kentucky especially has a strong scottish and irish and german actually like mm-hmm. yeah it's like when they came, that time when kentucky was being settled it was mostly scotch irish and german coming they
0: were walking through and went we're home
1: right yeah To kentucky
3: i
2: haven't been to kentucky
1: no and i have to go yeah. right so I mean, you'll see some
0: of the rolling
2: certain, hills in certain parts of Kentucky. That
0: you have the rolling
1: hills, you have the the you know, the. the Reinhardt Reinhardt. There's parts, yeah. It, it very much looks like Southern Scotland, Northern England. You get yeah. a, you get that that vibe, and today it was definitely like Scotland because it poured like cats and dogs outside. So <laughs> we I'm
3: even curious. have a castle. There yeah. was no
1: we, Yeah, we even have a castle like down the street from from, <laughs> from 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 where we live. So and it's it's really interesting in that. Yeah, no, it'd be it we're in the same boat kind of like as you like saying, oh, I'll be really cool to go to Scotland and do all these distillery tools over there. And I think it's vice versa, but that's like the meccas of whiskey, which is so awesome and cool to kind of be in the middle of that and to, and to have this in our backyard and be able to share it with people. And then to hear, you know, people like yourself who are starting their own brand and doing things that are are different and, and creating this awesome product for people to enjoy and, doing things maybe a little bit differently. And even though you keep that same history and respect of, of what's come before you and it's just awesome to, to really see. Yeah.
2: Well, isn't it interesting that actually a lot of Scottish whiskey, we, we rely on your bourbon business. We rely on your, your used barrels. It's like, we Bur- need Bur- Kentucky bourbon's what makes scotch good.
3: Yeah,
2: Imagine the whiskey that Jamie Fraser was making, <laughs> Pretty bad, right? I mean it would have been it would have been aged like we do it now. You know, it probably would have been, you know, real pachine. it would have been firewater, it would have been, you know, um like We don't the- want to try
1: whiskey from back then. <laughs> what kind it, was, of- it was just corn whiskey. Oh, well, they didn't age. I know a place where you can try something that's really old. Like you imagine if you put him at Bardstown in the whiskey vault that they have there? There's a there's a place there's some old stuff there at Bardstown yeah. and it's it's literally the oldest. I think was eighteen
0: ninety something. The
1: oldest whiskey. Yeah, it in was there. back in Taff. And they're back
3: all Taft.
0: they're they're all open, and you can buy a pour of any of them. They're hey, not. You, it's not a it's museum.
1: Just, it's in Bardstown, Kentucky. It's at Bardstown, Bardstown Bourbon, Bourbon, Bourbon Company. Company. The vintage know library. They have. I am going. That that sounds incredible. Unreal. The things that are on the shelf there, like you see. There's wow. one bottle. There's only like three left in the world or something like that. Yeah,
0: there's, uh, well, seven, there's I think, seven total. It's the old overhaul before prohibition started when, like, Congress, you the know, president
3: knew that it was going to happen. Because so all
0: politicians a... are honest. They ordered <laughs> a whole bunch of it, then passed prohibition and then had these <laughs> bottles stored, <at> the stored
3: <laughs> store personally at their house. Whatever, guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: well, well, what is what is probably the most interesting whiskey story that you have from being an outlander and traveling around to different places in Scotland as you're as you film? Like, what's kind of the most interesting story? But we asked Graham this one and it ended with Duncan falling through a table. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was there, I think. Yeah. yeah. He, said you were, he said it was yeah. you all were about to die the next day.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, well, this is story he didn't tell us. So we, we had a whiskey tasting mm-hmm. uh, at his house. But first of all, we went to like a, a Japanese restaurant and drank both yep, whisky and beer and sake, and then did the whiskey tasting. And I think we had like five whiskeys maybe like pr- proper, you know, Glenn Farkless, like one of five, like real proper, you know, monsters. And um, everyone was was hammered. But then I think Graham fell through a, uh, Duncan fell through a table, and I don't know what else happened. But we the next day, while Graham was in his bed sleeping. <laughs> We, the rest of the cast, were at work um, doing a read-through. And, I mean, I literally couldn't speak. I was trying to focus. My co-star, Katrina, bless her. I mean, I I was trying to just – I think the only reason I got through is because I was worried about her because I thought she's going to fall over. One of the other guys had a panic attack. And I believe Duncan also picked up a book of Outlander and threw it at one of the producers. So uh... it was – it was, it was a good night,
1: but, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how we know that like, so we, 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 we actually made this little like chart of like people that like were celebrities. Like if you could drink with some people, who would it be? And like, it was like you and Graham, Matthew McConaughey and Nick Offerman We're like, and when you just said it was a good night. We're like, yep, that solidifies that we made a good decision on that one. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh god. So is that like is that like the most iconic, memorable, like piece the whiskey moment that you've had as far as that goes? Oh geez. I mean it, it it's it's a good one
2: because it was fueled by whiskey and, and good friends, right? It's about company as well. as yeah. about who you're with. But I mean, I have had too many to mention. I think um, you know, the, the best times honestly with whiskey is Normally when you're probably on the islands or you're up north in Scotland and you've, you know, you've just gone into a local bar and, you know, the locals there, you start drinking and chatting to them. And it's it's just fun. And I guess yeah. that's it. It's about sharing the, the experience.
1: We, I can vouch for that. I was actually in Portree in I, uh, Isle of Skye. Nice. And, and we went to this little bed and breakfast. It was, it was there two of my friends and we decided to randomly just take a trip from Edinburgh up. We're like, we got to go. It just looks too amazing. We got in the car, yeah. drove. Got, got to the little B and B, and there was a bar there, and obviously there's scotch everywhere. And where there was like four people, and it was off season, and we just got these incredible stories from. There's this old guy who's in probably his 60s, and he's lived there his whole life, and he's telling us about the culture and and the whiskey and how you know how his life's been, you know, fishing his whole life and 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 providing for his family that way. And it was so awesome to feel that culture and that connection And just one of the most beautiful places. I've I I, I can I can honestly say it's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And it moved me and I'm not an emotional guy. It moved oh. me so incredibly much that whole day. Cause I, I, you know, we wake up to see the sunrise over the sea and then left at sunset over the sea. And it was just incredible to drive around and see everything like that and connect. So it, that, that is the moment you live for when you're drinking whiskey.
2: It, it is. And I, something I say, like, so I, I used to love peated whiskey. I that was my, my jam. And, and now I think my taste buds have changed and I, i i like it but it's not the thing I, I i go for first of all but having said that there's something about if you're on a mountain in scotland or you're on a boat or you're in the in the landscape and it's probably the same in america right and you're and then you try a, like a peated whiskey or whatever it is
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's it's the location it just tastes so damn good and yeah. i always carry a little hip yeah. flask when i'm uh when i'm going walking because it's is the best companion.
1: It's a connection because I I I admit I don't I don't know a ton about scotch and I asked him like Do you have logable in sixteen? He said that's basically and I don't I, and I wish I remember but he said try this instead. I think you're gonna like this better and it and it it was it, it added to the experience of like where I was at. It's this old bar, big wooden you mm. know wood big wooden bar hundred years, Probably it could have been there a hundred years. Who knows? And it just yeah. made the experience so much better. Um, yeah. So one more question for you, Sam, and then we'll we'll let All you right. go. Um, someone th- someone said that they are planning a trip. This is actually Nicole from Outlander Chronicles. She's planning a trip to Scotland next year. What is your favorite whiskey spots, especially around Edinburgh?
2: Oh, uh, somewhere to to drink whiskey. Wow. Yep. Um, actually, total plug here in the new book that Clan Dunholmenek.
1: Just announced it. <laughs> Congratulations. We're gonna get to that at the end, but the, you spoiled it. There you go. It,
2: uh, I've actually done, so each month there's like a whiskey of the month. And, uh, and one of the months I actually was focused, August, I think we focus on Edinburgh because the Edinburgh festival. So I I mentioned a couple of places there, but I mean, I'm from Edinburgh. I should know. Um, but I'd say, I mean, the bow bar on Victoria street is a classic. It's old school. It's, you know, the wooden, Mm-hmm. wooden um wooden bar it, it's a cobbled street that comes down from the castle and it goes down to the grass market where they used to have the gallows where mm-hmm. final drop is where the, the the condemned would you know have their last dram and then be hung but um the bow bar is just it's a beautiful little bar and it's a great great little spot to stop and have a dram when you're walking up and down the royal mile so i'd say there or the uh there's another great one there's these in 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 Edinburgh, it's a bit like going into Hogwarts, right? It's a bit like yeah, Harry Potter. It is, it is. All these little streets and little alleyways. and, and the clo- bars
1: yeah. go down under, into like basements and go up. It's interesting. Yeah.
2: And there's one, I think it's called the, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. It's next to the Ensign Yurt, which is a really old bar where all the soldiers would go from, that were garrisoned in the castle. They would go and drink in there. But if you go, turn left, the Jolly, Jolly Judge. And it's in a, a little courtyard. I like the name. Beautiful and quiet. Yeah. And uh, it's a great spot for a, a beer and you're avoiding the crowds. In, in a-
3: how can you not go to a place called the Jolly Judge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: right? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you've been here, but my, my favorite spot when I go there is the Queen's Arms. Queen's Arms is oh, yeah. great. Yeah, that's a nice bar. Yeah. I um, guess lollipops are <laughs> phenomenal.
2: Is awesome. Oh my God. There's a, there's a fair number, actually. There's one uh well, the Oxford bar is great.
1: Yep, as well. yep I've been there. Um, uh
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head now, but yeah, there's 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 so many great bars in Edinburgh.
1: It's that little street like they have, and like all the bars kind of go down underneath. It's almost like hidden if you're not looking for the sign. There's a little Irish bar next to it, and it was full of Americans when I went, so it was awful because I was like, kind of, I don't want to talk to you people. I'm you were going Scotland. to an
0: Irish bar in Scotland full of Americans.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I didn't know what I was
2: getting myself into, but... <laughs> There's yeah. a street called Rose Street, which it might be one you're talking about. And it's, mm-hmm. it runs parallel to um, the main street, Printer Street. And it's yep. got tons of bars all the way along. And the, the challenge is you have a, a drink in every bar. And you have to try and get from one street, uh, end of one street to the other. It's, it's impossible. You
1: should have done that in Men in Kilts. Maybe we will. Season two, right? <laughs> I, I feel like Men in Kilts needs to come to Kentucky. I was like, challenge accepted. Like, yeah, I, 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 I can pull that up. I want to do that. I want to do the bar crawl in, in Scotland. So we, we'll come and do the bar crawl with you in Scotland. You come and do the, the, the whiskey trail with us and we'll see who dies first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a deal. Like Highlander.
2: You guys are going to die first.
1: I think. Yeah. Sam, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. As fans of the show, it's been a real honor to talk to you and, uh, and, uh, we're really excited to have your whiskey. It's really good. Thank you
2: gentlemen really really my absolute pleasure you guys are great and uh, keep up the good work
1: and just remember a bourbon with friends can change the world have a great one everyone
0: as always the bourbons highlighted on this podcast will feature in the show notes tune in next time for another episode of bourbon with friends